multiple strains of income. We hear about it and see references to it all the time. But what does it really mean? Do you really need them? And better yet, how do you get them? Join us on this journey as we become stream chasers through raw, transparent discussions on everyday business happenings and have deep dive conversations with entrepreneurs and other stream chasers that are straight up doing it. Get your pen, phone, or notepad, whatever it is, grab it and lock in. It's payday. I'm getting paid to learn how to run a business. I'd rather do things when I want and how I want and get paid more or some office job. Oh, so you are after something. And what's that? Freedom. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode on the Stream Chasers Show. You got myself, Kayla. And I'm Candice. And we're glad that you're here joining us on another episode. Hope we got something different for y'all, something we've never talked about. And that's typically how we go. I mean, you know, sometimes we might repeat a topic or kind of look at it from a different angle, but pretty much we're going to give y'all something different every single payday. And today's no different. Variety. But uh, before we really get into the the details of all that, you know, we always got to start off each episode tagging up with each other. But Candace, what's been going on with you? I don't I don't really know. I guess, you know, it's order fulfillment. I'm just I'm tired of saying wedding season is almost over because it apparently it is not. It's like Mm -hmm. that's where it's at. So I order fulfillment for my business, trying to um, prepare for a new business. Um, Anthony is almost done with real estate classes. He takes his exam this week. Mm. So big fingers crossed for that you know what i mean early congratulations yeah i know yeah he's he's a and he's a super good test taker too like yeah that's one of his like strong points that's good um so i'm excited for him on that so praise god that'll almost be done and then um hopefully so i've been working on i don't part of um you know, expanding Pretty Prince was looking at potentially opening a bridal shop. So I've mm. been trying to finish up my business plan because I don't know if y'all caught the IG live, but I told when I was going to send it to her mm-hmm. by the end of the year. Like that was the, so I've been putting in some work on that. Mm. And I, a big plug for that, um, for the software that she told us about live plan live. If you've never built a business plan, like if you need to build one live plan really is like, first of all, they give you like a free 60 day trial. And I thought I could get it done in 60 days and like not have to pay. Mm. I've been paying, but it's worth it. Like I haven't canceled it because live plan really is like, it guides you in a way that is like, but unbelievable yeah no that's where i did mine at oh um, really yeah so remember how i've been talking about how i had to submit mm-hmm. my plan um, yes to for, your... for the space and everything yeah so yeah that's exactly what i use uh and and i had used it before okay um for another um concept or business idea uh-huh. but yeah no i did the same thing and it's when like... it came out like my actual business plan was 38 pages okay the way they break it up you yeah. know, with all the forecasts and everything. And that's not too bad because, I mean, it does include a lot of charts and graphs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to, um, you know, one thing that if you decide to do what Wynn said and you try to take their business plan class, I learned how to do business plans in college, right, in uh, graduate school because I got an MBA. So that's one thing that they harped on. But, like, when you finish class is an MBA, like, in theory, your business plan be, like, 120 pages. It'd be thick. Mm-hmm. In the class that I took, because I was just interested in seeing what they were teaching the people, um, they were like, you know, in real life, 
Mm-hmm. Unless you have like a multi-million dollar business, there's no need for your business plan to be 120 pages. Like you yeah. need to pare that down to something people are going to read. Mm-hmm. And then all your forecasts, your financials kind of want to put some in the thing, but some as an addendum, because you really want to keep them, you know, 20 ish pages. Cause that's all people are really going to give you. Yeah. And it, I, it was interesting because I had a hard time because I learned a different way, mm-hmm. like how having learned to like pare it down. Mm, yeah. But anyway, so that's what I've been doing. What about you? Yeah. Um, well, y'all know the last few episodes I've been <laughs> dealing with this whole situation, trying to get a space on the hunt for the one. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is on the hunt for the one. I like that. Uh-huh. Um, so just still trucking along, um, waiting, you know, it's, it's like the waiting game. Okay. And I'm sure a lot of people that are watching this, you may not have gone through the experience of trying to get a commercial space, Mm -hmm. but you've gone through the process of getting a residential space, Uh whether it's a townhouse, apartment, uh, yeah, anything. Mm -hmm. And and, and you know, sometimes it can be time consuming, waiting on realtors, you know, and and just feedback, Mm -hmm. all that type of stuff. But I will share one thing with everybody just to bring everybody in the loop up to speed Mm because I've been keeping y'all up to date. So I might be getting rid of our tenant rep oh no (laughs) (laughs) you just got him though i mean yeah but i feel like and 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 we talked about this um before when we had mowing episodes like the alpha personalities oh yeah and and like being controlling Uh and and again i'm not controlling but like i did say if i see something's not getting done or is starting to slack. Mm. I have no problem with stepping in. Yeah. And doing something because my sense of urgency is different from your sense of urgency, clearly. Mm-hmm. Now, again, keeping this very short, um, the realtor, I submitted the plan. Okay. Everything. He submitted that over to um, the property manager. Okay. They reviewed it and everything. Now, mind you, when he after we first saw the first space, he came to me and was like, yeah, what you think about the space? I'm like, it was good. Whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I'm thinking this. Show me what he's thinking. The proposal term should be like at this rate, mm-hmm. um, you know, like about five dollars cheaper mm-hmm. than what the base was, you know, the whole now. So I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. Let him know that. Right. So he supposedly sent that to them. So then it was about a week of waiting, Mm -hmm. you know, so then Tuesday or late Monday night, I got an email from him with the landlord's proposal, like like their official proposal. Basically, it's called a letter of intent. Okay. So that's what it's called. So uh, they sent that over to me. So I'm reading it. And like I said, I didn't see it till like Tuesday morning. So it's about like two o'clock in the morning waking up. You know, you check your emails in the middle of the night. Two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so, so, so I'm looking. <laughs> so I'm like half eyes. I'm like scrolling. I'm uh-huh. like, hold on. So I'm, so I'm really so It got my attention. So I really sat up mm-hmm. and started looking because the first thing, the most important thing is the, the base rent. Exactly. So, so that was the first category I saw. And... Again, this is one of those properties that I found first. Okay. He didn't find it for me. Okay. But that's, again, like, I feel like I'm doing your job. Okay. Or whatever. So, I was already familiar with the the rates and everything, right? Okay. So, I see it. I'm like, hmm. But, so, but I didn't think nothing of it. Mm-hmm. So, just early this morning, I'm preparing my response. Okay. About all my questions and comments mm-hmm. to this letter of intent. Mm-hmm. So, me doing my job... 
or supposed to be his job mm-hmm. i do some research i go on the LoopNet net the property that's on LoopNet, mm-hmm. and then i go to their website okay and then on the website they give you a little bit more information uh-huh. um in terms of like the fees and everything okay so when i see it i'm like this definitely ain't making sense because when he sent this thing back to me uh the email he basically said how does this look? Do you want to move forward? It was like a question like that. Like, oh. go ahead and sign, basically, right? Okay. So I'm like, okay. Not like, yeah. this is what I say we need to change. Yeah, it was okay. none of that. Okay. It was, let me know your thoughts. If you're cool with it, I'll get this back over to them by Friday, okay. which was yesterday. Of course, I was late, but yeah. I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm taking my time. Yeah, I'm going to anyway. change it anyway. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so I'm looking. So again, this morning, I'm sitting there writing. Or I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to respond to the email. So I was like, this ain't adding up. So then I go back and, like I said, do the research on LoopNet, go to their website. Mm-hmm. The price that they were offering or the, the price that they have listed mm-hmm. for base rent is cheaper than what they even put in the proposal. Hmm. So I called it out in the email and said, um, well, one, what happened to the proposal that you suggested mm-hmm. that we go forward with. Mm-hmm. And then I second to, and then secondly, I told him, and if there's no negotiation, I'm not moving forward. Mm-hmm. And then three, there's an inconsistency. When we met with them, they said it was this rate mm-hmm. on their website and all the documentation. It says it's a dollar cheaper mm-hmm. per square foot. So I'm like, there's some inconsistency. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's red flags because mm-hmm you as the realtor should mm-hmm. be on that yeah like i'm doing your job mm-hmm. or whatever so it already started like i said it been rubbed me the wrong way mm-hmm. but then going back to mo what mo said mm-hmm. and some of our other guests that have spaces it's like technically the book way you should get a relative but a lot of these people are doing it themselves and now i see why because mm-hmm. at the end of the day these realtors they get paid in the commercial side so how they get paid they get paid from whatever you are paying monthly, right? Oh. From the landlord, though. Oh. Because the landlord sees that as to the realtor, like, you brought me some business. Okay. So so it's really, and, and, these, and these are the evil thoughts that go I in your mind. But it's like, y'all that. can be working together against me because y'all see me as a new buyer. Right. Granted, I don't think that's the case. Right. But at the same time, that landlord is trying to get more as much money as they can. Mm-hmm. As always. And again, him knowing that we're novice to this, right? He probably like, oh yeah, they'll just sign. But it's like, nah, we're, I'm not that type of person. Like, I'm, I'm very business savvy. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to this stuff, like, I might, it might be my first time getting a space. Mm-hmm. But you can't just play me. Yeah. When it comes to like this, and that might even be the case. Mm-hmm. But again, he's not laziness. doing his due diligence, right? Even if it's just laziness, yeah, you're not doing your due diligence. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I've been dealing with. And I was talking to one of Mickey's clients earlier. Who, who's a very loyal client and I can't we, we can't make things for uh you know concessions for every client but he was like don't go over there because that's too far for me anyway so <laughs> you know so so yeah so that's okay. that, that's that's what it I is see. I'm not I'm not even mad at him I mean I'm gonna put it out there and see what y'all do with it just you know yeah so but yeah so yeah I'm be honest your story makes me feel some type of way about the realtor and the landlord yeah because i am i mean i understand everybody want to get the most that they can get so if it were me and i were the landlord i would offer you what's on the website straight up and see what you do about it right because yeah. that's what's on the website so i'm gonna offer it to you straight up now if you don't ask for nothing off of it you ain't ask for nothing off of it you know right, what i'm saying right. but at least i'm consistent like i'm right. not about to try to play you and put some more dollars on top of something yeah. else yeah and then like i said even if it was a mistake but it just shows like it goes back to what we talked about like 
back in episode two and three and yeah. like professionalism of your website and everything needs to be intact and succinct yeah because like granted it may have just been maybe they a, went a, up. a minor edit but it's yeah. like don't send your property manager out to meet us saying yeah. one price but all your websites and everything says something totally different right it's inconsistency and the average person won't catch it but mm-hmm. me yet 7 30 this morning i had time <laughs> exactly. to sit there and i was like no this ain't right yeah and i called it out so we'll okay. see but well we shall see yeah so i'm, I'm tracking everything keeping everybody up to date okay so well, that's I, what i've been up it's to. the never-ending saga but hopefully it <laughs> yeah, has every week end, is something different i know it's like the highs and the lows exactly that, that's literally what it is mm-hmm. but it's a journey yeah it's a journey but enough about me stream chasers um so again, we got something different for y'all today. Um, as again, like I said, we like to give y'all different topics that you all can learn from, benefit from, and open your eyes to, because it might be something that you might uh, want to get into um, to be able to add an additional income stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today on hand, we have a, a, a um, business owner, nonprofit owner, somebody who does a lot of work in the community. We'll get into a lot of that, especially for the city of D.C. Um, like I said, he, he just looks out for the community overall. Uh, his name is Marcus Ellis. And um, again, with all the, the work that he's doing in the community, he also has a very different business where it comes to boats. Um, so he actually owns a boat and he has his own boat rental company, um, where you'll probably see him docked on, you know, some waters out there near Georgetown, the harbor. Who knows? But like I said, he has um, he has his own captain, and, and they and they do the thing, and mm-hmm. that's that's a big thing in our area because oftentimes, especially when the sea is in season, you see a lot of these people that host birthdays, celebrations, anything. You know, mm-hmm. like a small group of people. Yeah, it's a it's a nice vibe. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get into that about like acquiring the boat. What was it like? How do you market the mm-hmm. off season? Something that Candace and I talked off screen. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get into all of that. But without further ado, we got Marcus Ellis. We're glad to have you to the show. I appreciate being here. I thank y'all for having me. I'm glad we can make the time. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're able to come through. I know you're a busy guy. I know you're a busy guy. Got a lot. Like I said, I know you got a lot of stuff going on in the community. And later on, we'll get into uh, mm-hmm. that event that you have coming up. But before we uh, get into like the business and everything, just uh, set the stage for the um, you know the listeners. Let everybody know a little bit about your background and how you even decided to like get into business for yourself. No, I appreciate it. It's funny as I'm sitting here um, thinking as you all were talking, I feel like I got a, a Instagram page for every title I hold. Like <laughs> we probably didn't used to say that, right? Uh-huh. But, like everything I do, I'm like, well, I got a page for that. There's a page for uh-huh. that. So, um, and you know, you kind of started it all first and foremost um, for the last Jeez, I'm about to date myself 20 or so years. I've been working within district government. Mm-hmm. And with that, you know, I've had the opportunity to serve in a few impactful positions. Uh, none more impactful than right now serving as the um, chief of staff for the mayor's Office of Neighborhood Safety and Engagement. Mm-hmm. This office really focuses on stopping violent crime in the District of Columbia through a non-law enforcement effort. Mm-hmm. So it's about looking at the folks in our city who are most likely to have a gun in their hand, Mm -hmm. most likely to use it or to be the victim of of being shot Mm -hmm. and really digging in and looking at this from a health-based approach, right? Like 
what made you need to pick that gun up versus mm-hmm. the penalty for you having the gun, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we look at those underlying factors of violence and we try to address those across the city. And that's that's the core of what I'm doing right now. But outside of that, you mentioned it. Um, I started a nonprofit organization a few years back that we'll talk about mm-hmm. a little bit later. But um, when you talk about the, the, the boating industry, I think that, a lot of people, and especially, you know, my circle of folks, we like to do impactful work. And um, a lot of time that's led by your heart and your passion and these and all those things are beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, we need that bread. Yeah, just like yeah, everybody the else. Don't always pay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and that's a key for me, what you just mentioned is that even passion should have a dollar amount tied to it. Mm-hmm. I can remember, you know, I got a couple of friends and we started speaking to each other about the amount of time we go and speak at a homeless shelter or mm. boys and girls club. And it's mm-hmm. yeah, call Marcus. He'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I will. But you know what? Mm-hmm. I had to get dressed this morning, mm-hmm. leave my family, mm-hmm. spend time away from them, mm-hmm. prepare these notes, mm-hmm. uh, interact with folks afterward. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a cost associated with mm-hmm. this. You can't just keep pulling my heartstrings. <laughs> yeah. right? mm-hmm. So, even with that, I'm looking at the stream chases format. Mm-hmm. Not that that was about chasing streams yeah. specifically, mm-hmm. but we had to start equating dollar amounts to that time. Mm-hmm. My pastor Keith Battle hits on that all the time. Like, mm-hmm. yep, I'm your pastor. I love you to death. But you're not about to keep calling me for everything <laughs> out the goodness of my Christian heart. Yeah. We're going to put it. <laughs> Look, here's, yeah. my, here's the price that mm-hmm. that costs. And then it really opened me up. To being more conscious about making sure that our time is properly paid for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the boating thing, that's that's kind of what it derived for. And I can, you know, of course go into that a little bit deeper. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah. I mean I mean, yeah, so let's go ahead and uh jump right into it. Well, for so sure. so so when you hear when you talk about boats, so first it's a lot of type of boats. Right, <laughs> so right, so right, let's right. like educate the people and myself. So it's like, you know, um, you got like Speed boats. Speed boats. Mm-hmm. You know, fishing then, boats. Yeah, fishing boats. Then you got your your, your sailboat looking yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, so that that situation. Because I'm trying to be on a ditty yacht. Okay. Yeah. Then uh-huh. you got yachts and everything. So, um, first, tell us like the type of boat that you have, right. or the type of family that that lives in, uh-huh. and then. Um, and um, yeah, we'll we'll take it from there. And I love that you said yacht. It don't it just sounds more sexy. Or something about it. You're going out on a boat. Yeah, I'm on a yacht. Yeah. Something sounds different. But uh-huh. here's where this is the dope part about that. After 34 feet, mm-hmm. lengthwise, your boat is considered a, a yacht. Oh, look at Reality that. Reality is that's not a super big boat. Mine's no. have to just be 36 feet. Guess what? It's a yacht. It's a yacht. It is. Come on out here on this yacht. Let yes. me not, so exactly. let me fix that. He's in the yacht business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I need to change the title. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. It's exile charter boating. but No, yeah. no. Exile yachting. Come you know, on. I'm going to take that. Take a note. Exactly. So, you know. To take you back just a little bit, probably about 12 years ago, I met um, through government. I met a guy by the name of um, Captain Steve Baines. And um, at the time, he was the superintendent at New Beginnings, which is D.C.'s long term juvenile detention center. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, from another government agency, um, I came over to uh, support him. 
um, that the mayor at the time thought that that would be a good fit. Mm -hmm. um, he had a certain skill set. I had another. They worked because so I came as I became his deputy superintendent and we were working hand to hand and some really impactful work. And in that type of work and even the work we do today, you need a you need a break. You mm -hmm. got to go somewhere and recharge. And, you know, he's a 25 year vet of the Coast Guard and he mm. was a black captain in the Coast Guard which is saying a lot it's just yeah. like a lot of us mm -hmm. yeah. and make it to that level in the Coast Guard um, and so he tells me you know look I got a boat seem like a cool dude that we can actually probably engage outside of work he mm -hmm. says come down uh, meet me in DC let's go out have some whiskey or whatever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like whiskey yeah I like boats this wasn't hard sounds good this sounds like a good look mm -hmm. yeah so I meet him down there and at the time we did not have a yacht he had like a, it was like a 26 foot boat something small mm -hmm. but at the time you know look I'm from southeast DC yeah I mean, a boat's a boat yeah, I feel like I'm on a yacht yeah and so <laughs> we go out there yeah, and um, I'm just like, damn, this is dope. Mm -hmm. We we go up to Potomac. We go toward. We ain't even take the Georgetown route. He took me out like toward VA, um, Solomon's Island. Oh and yeah. This. Oh. Mm -hmm. And for this second, you know, I enjoy traveling. Mm -hmm. This second, I didn't feel like I was in a DMV. Just mm -hmm. looking at, I'm like, this. You can't really have a better yeah. peaceful escape than this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then coming home, like when you hitting that water at night, and it's kind of like you're carving the water. It's like mm -hmm. butter, like yeah. literally, I'm like, like peace. Mm -hmm. Damn, I'm yeah. digging this a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, 45 years old now. At the time we met, obviously I'm younger, but I've always been a fan of having mentors. Mm -hmm. um, and now, you know, mm -hmm. I don't think you outgrow that. Mm -hmm. So he really became a mentor to me. And um, we became really good friends. And so over the years, we just going out there and we having a ball. Mm -hmm. We ain't thinking about nothing but fun. Yeah. COVID came around, so I'm fast forwarding us because we didn't had all our fun. Mm -hmm. We not even working together no more. We just tight, yeah. mm -hmm. different yeah. spaces in our in our professional careers. And um, I'm like, damn, right, we didn't have fun for a long time. How can we profit off this? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. we gotta figure it out. So a year before COVID, we start talking about getting a larger boat, seeing what this charter thing can look like. Mm -hmm. Cat. I call him Cap. His name's Steve Baines. Is already a captain, so he has the licenses and all this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I know what I know how to do. I can get people to come on here. Right? <laughs> like, I know some folk, and uh -huh. I think that I can help you with that side of mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And so we about to rock and roll. We mm -hmm. looking at boats. We gonna go in on this boat together. And COVID comes through, and it's like, damn. We a boat. We can't. We not allowed to go outside, dog. Like, we can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh -huh. this, yeah. something happened with our business yeah. plan. And mm -hmm. we had, you know, we had sat down and we talked about, you know, me getting my boat safety license so that mm -hmm. I could be his co-captain. And you know, I'm putting together kind of that that business strategy in terms of um, target audience and. Mm -hmm. How are we going to promote it? What we'll need? And how do we make this a different experience? Talking about customer service and all those little added factors. Because mm -hmm. to be 100, at that point, it just wasn't a lot of black people doing it. Mm -hmm. But COVID comes through, like, everything, as we all know, yeah. shuts down. I think the only thing I could do at that time was get a... A, a stretch session with a mask on like that was the only thing that was <laughs> mm -hmm. you might know something about what yeah and so i was like damn i want to go outside this sucks <laughs> cap um you know said come down to the boat he's masked up i'm masked up mm -hmm. at that time we're taking a chance you know he's supposed to be outside mm -hmm. and so um yeah i said bro you know what we six seven eight months into covid i was like i think we can do this mm -hmm. and he was like 
do what? I was like, we should try it. This would be the time to kick this business off. People are dying to get out the house. Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't know, Marcus. Like, this COVID thing is serious, man. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know, I don't know. We gonna yeah. let, me, let me look at some health regulations, see mm-hmm. what we can put in the place. Mm-hmm. Mask on. We outside. They say outside is this and that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looking at Dr. Fauci like, I mean, <laughs> sound like yeah, saying we on, can do it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So July 1, we talked for about a month and he, he was down. I mm-hmm. said, man, let's let's do it. We got the business plan. We put everything in place. I opened a social media account, as I mentioned, Exile Charter Boating, the week prior to July 1. And we decided to open up 4th of July weekend mm-hmm. super aggressively. Mm-hmm. We had like two charters a day, 4th of July weekend. Mm-hmm. And this was the part at the time we were using this boating app. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the boating app was mm-hmm. killing us taking this huge percentage out of it so we out there i'm sorry the, real quick when you say boating app I, what's that so like a so it's this thing it's called boat setters mm-hmm. basically you give them the information on your boat they make your bookings for you mm-hmm. okay you okay i'm saying gotcha. so i made about 50 percent of our reservations that weekend through ig mm-hmm. we didn't know my ig was going pop like that mm-hmm. like People was like, outside is kind of open again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And so I had a backlog of bookings, but we had already used this app for a couple of them. The app was hitting our head. Like Mm -hmm. 30% of our profit was going. And I'm like, it was our last weekend using the app because before (laughs) 4th of July weekend ended, Mm -hmm. I was booked for all of July and all of August. Mm -hmm. Just like that. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, damn, we got something here. Mm -hmm. And from there... We just, we rocked and rolled with it. We put in our mask rules, temperature mm-hmm. checks, mm-hmm. all these types of things. And, um, and we moved forward. And, and at that point, you know, at that point there was no shot. You mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, it was risky. Mm-hmm. Um, we made it out well that summer mm-hmm. and came out healthy. I'm okay. happy to say. Yeah. But, um, that's kind of how we got into it. Gotcha. So you say you, the cap had, the boat or boat first, mm-hmm. right? Which was the, you said it was like 20 something foot? Yeah, the baby boat. Okay, so the baby boat, we'll <laughs> yeah, call it the baby yeah, boat. Yeah, yeah. So he had that first and then just on the whim, he said, come on, come on, chill with me on a Sunday or something like that, mm-hmm. Marcus, so we can just go hang, talk yep. or whatever. And then from there, that's when you all was like, well, you got the boat and or I'm asking, is this how it went? Like he had the boat. And then you had the social presence mm-hmm. and was mm-hmm. like, Man, let's put something together. And yep. that's how y'all first started or had the first boat and then came COVID. And that's when y'all was like, let's put our heads together and let's go get the yacht now. Exactly. Okay. And, and, and even just looking at it, Cat probably going to see there's no disrespect to the baby boat, but it was a little. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't <laughs> something that quite honestly I wanted to promote. I didn't think it yeah. was attractive enough to really get the clientele to right. get the, you know, at the time when we started out at 200 an hour. I'm like, would I pay 200 an hour to go on this if I could yeah. go on that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And so, right. The concept came with the smaller boat. Mm-hmm. The business kicked off, and the larger boat was already purchased. Gotcha. Um, you know, so now we got the the yacht look. Yeah. You go downstairs, mm-hmm. it's the leather seats, and it's the yeah. flat screen TV. I'm like, oh, yeah, I post this. Yeah. Some people uh-huh. on. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. This looks good for a birthday party. Oh, yeah, you know real good. So, Let me <laughs> ask a question sure. um, about boat prices, because I would say that most folks probably don't know how much boats cost, mm-hmm. right? Um 
I, I know a little bit because my husband is, he has many hobbies, many, many hobbies. Okay. And one of his newest things is he want a boat. So we have looked at boats, but tell the folks how much does something like a 36 foot yacht, cause that's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. How much does something like a 36 foot yacht cost? And like, what is, what does it look like to pay for? Is that something you pay for straight out? Do you finance it? Like, how yeah. does that work? So, and, and I'm, I'm going to give you the answer kind of in two ways. I'm okay. going to give you the, when we were purchasing, and then I'm going to give you right now. Okay. Right? And so, 36-foot yacht, mm-hmm. year 2002. Okay. Um, po- important to touch on that. Boat, boats age really well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you that's want good. it to have some mileage on it, right? Okay. There's nothing to buy a boat from 98 to 2000 okay. now. Okay. You're going to get a really good boat when mm-hmm. you look at that. Mm. So, at that time, the boat was 42000 Okay. 42000 Financing for boats, it's it's a really good deal. Mm-hmm. Like when we finance that forty two thousand, like they give you a payment rate of something like two two twenty a month. Like mm-hmm. it's a, they give you a, really? and they stretch your loan out. You know, depending it's like 10 on years or something. Yeah, like that? depending mm-hmm. on your status, wow. you get that. So good. it's not like no, no. So, so I've already learned something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking boat. I'm just thinking like a car, quarter mil. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, easy. Yeah. And so and, and be clear, I'm talking about a two thousand. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. when we out there, you can I see, see the twenty eighteens and the twenty twenty boat near the size of ours. Amenities, mm-hmm. of course, a lot different. The price jumps exp- like it's it's a crazy jump mm-hmm. for a newer boat. Like now you are getting there. You getting yeah. at one fifty, two fifty. I didn't seen some 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 ones out there that are really hitting your head. You know, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I think even for us as the business grows, that's something you yeah, start you to might. explore. Yeah, but um, so that's the part. Now here's that part. And look. Could I sit here and say, damn, we started that boating company in COVID. And then the next summer, I felt like every black person I knew was getting a boat. Are you <laughs> serious? Definitely could say that. Uh-huh. Wow. But what happened was anything. The, the industry grows up when people uh-huh. start buying them. They mm-hmm. got it. Oh, boating is a safe thing to do during COVID. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so everybody started getting a boat. I'm mm-hmm. like, damn. Um, and it <laughs> impacted business the next year, to be mm-hmm. quite honest with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But... um. The price has skyrocketed. That mm. same boat that we got for that 42, we looking now, it's 72. Mm. Like, straight up. Because mm-hmm. we immediately said, we got to get another boat. Yeah. And as we looked for a similar style, that price went up like 30 Gs mm-hmm. easily. So, um, that's why I wanted to two-part that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in 2019, 2020, mm-hmm. the boat at that yeah. year, size 42, now, you looking at like 70 um mm. yeah it it the, the the game changed a lot uh-huh a lot fat joe said the price yesterday is not the price today okay <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <No bull. laughs> but that's also a good thing um so because a, a lot of people are always concerned me being one in the past mm-hmm. um like when you see businesses all of a sudden you start your business then you start saying all these other businesses like you yeah, said and yeah. i think you mentioned it before like mm-hmm. you see your one white car. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see them all on it's the like road. It's like 200 white like cars out here. Yeah. And then yeah. what yeah. happened? But, but <laughs> it, it always seems like that. But something, some advice I heard was like, but that's could be a, that's, it should, you sh- it should be looked at as a great thing for your business mm-hmm. because now all these businesses are popping up. That just drives the demand higher mm-hmm. for your mm-hmm. industry or yes. for your service. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And everybody can't just go to, 
that you know way. option C. Yeah, right. Because they may be booked, so it's right. like it, ju- it just makes it easier. Yes. Also, no, very true. Creates very a bigger, bigger pool. Yeah, if you will. It, it and it helped us in a sense that we got out there that year before. Mm-hmm. You got reviews. We got reviews, mm-hmm. and like the customer service part, like that was my lane. Cat yeah. driving, he doing his thing, but for me. I'm meeting you at the top of the dock. I'm grabbing them bags. I'm yeah. doing all these things. And I'm mm-hmm. being fully transparent. In my day-to-day role, I ain't that person yeah. <laughs> in the organization. Yeah. You gotta humble yourself. Yeah. Uh-huh. You gotta get this bread. Like yeah. that's the main thing I talk about is like you're grabbing the bags, the customer service. Mm-hmm. People see, you know, this this boating industry and they're like, damn, Marcus found something dope. Mm-hmm. He's having a ball. Mm-hmm. Slim is still work. Mm-hmm. Like anything that looks like a ball. To the to the consumer, they're not mm-hmm. sometimes taking in what it goes. I clean them bathrooms at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. ain't nobody yeah. work here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We work yeah. here. Yeah, Cap yeah. takes the top of the boat. I take the bottom. The mm-hmm. bottom happens to be where the bathrooms at. And this mm-hmm. is after a, a four hour cruise of fun. Yeah. yeah. So the bathrooms don't look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't kind of started. Yeah, exactly. Like it. <laughs> you know what I'm uh-huh. saying? And, and then for the most part, we got some dope customers. But don't act like one. You're not. You're not drinking. They yeah. see the pictures and no, I'm not having a ball. I'm actually sober yeah. on this boat, and uh-huh. they're turned all the way up. <laughs> Can anybody relate to this? Yes, me. <laughs> the most irritating thing in the, the world most. is when you're around people that's drinking and you're not. Come uh, on. And if you're a drinker, yes, uh-huh. they're only doing everything you normally do. But right now, you are the most irritating person. Yeah. The Damn, most. Don't chill. Yeah. yeah. I, but the and most. The, and I'm like, mm-hmm. dang, okay, so you want to get up there again and dance. So yeah. Go, here we go with this. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are you yes. the same song you're going to play yeah. Yeah. again? Yeah. Uh-huh. But they, uh-huh. but they have a good you time, gotta, and now you gotta. Now you gotta, you gotta have a good time, but you gotta keep the smile on your yeah. face, yeah, and you gotta, you gotta be having a ball too, yeah. even though because. I don't want to come on the boat with the the crew that's stiff and yeah. No, mm-hmm. I want to be like, damn, Marcus and I was dope. I mean, yeah, he let me drive the boat for a second. Mm-hmm. Like all of yeah. those things yeah. carried over to the mm-hmm. next year, and so it helped. But um, yeah, yeah, that was a huge <laughs> part of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like when they letting you not. Yeah, listen, lit. been there. Yeah. I had I spent one uh, New Year's Eve pregnant. Mm. Trash, oh. trash. Oh, Let me yeah. just say that. Just <laughs> trash. Just but sit anyway, down in the little corner. I mean, and we mm. had a party at my house, and I was just like, I'm going to bed yeah. because yeah. this is yeah. too much. It's yeah. just yeah. It's a lot. The little, uh, the little yeah. games ain't the same. It's right. not sober. when you sober. Yeah. Okay, yeah. y'all are so irresponsible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just yeah. It's so much. Hey. It's so much. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really yeah. got yeah. Right ever. It's like y'all think that's funny. Like, that's and not I, funny. And it's so, because I know me when I'm turned. Yeah. I'm a situation. Yeah. So, so like, at yeah. least you have that, yeah. you know, you yeah. carry it in your pocket. You're yeah. just like, it's going to take one for the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I find what you do interesting. What's so funny about it is I know exactly what you're talking about. So right in the middle of COVID, right around July, and I don't know if the, in, so first of all, let me say this. The boating and chartering of boats, right, is something that's been happening in southern states where it's warm mm-hmm. for a long time, right? Point, so people yeah. go to Miami, Miami or they, South Carolina, wherever, Myrtle Beach, mm-hmm. and they can charter the boats. And it's like it's like one of the first activities that pop up in yeah. your mind because yeah. it's always warm. Mm-hmm. I don't think here in the DMV, I know it's not always warm. It is cold right now. <laughs> um, and so I don't think it was a thought for a lot of people to do the charter boats. And right. what's funny is... The first year of COVID, so 2020, right? Mm-hmm. 
my husband's birthday is in September. And so I was thinking about like, what are we going to do? We've been in the house. What's safe? Oh, outside is safe. And yeah. I'm on Instagram and it was like Instagram read my mind and boats started popping up mm-hmm. and people on boats in the DMV. And mm-hmm. I was like, we do that here? Yeah. And so all of a sudden I started looking into the chartering of boats. But a lot of people, there were not that many at the time. Mm-hmm. You probably, I probably looked at yours on like some <laughs> app, and, but a lot of them were booked from because this was September, so oh, yeah. it was like towards the end of the end season, of the season. Yep. right? A lot of them were yep. booked through the rest of the season. I was like, dang, I didn't know I needed to hop on. Right, mm. I didn't even know we was doing this right. here. Right, N- the next year, so just passed this year. I thought about it earlier in the year, but I just wanted to see many, many more boats, and I was like, no way was last year when i was looking so i can attest to the fact that the industry definitely has changed and for sure and with the seasonal thing like Mm -hmm. what what time did you what time of the year did you stop boating like how do you Mm -hmm. decide that yeah so we typically we try to kick off um kind of making memorial day that kickoff point okay Mm -hmm. some folks definitely start in march april Mm. you know march in dc it's that frigid. Be, yeah, it ain't no telling what that might look like. We, yeah, our spring April be cold very sometimes. Yeah. yeah, and so we just went ahead and stayed with the Memorial Day weekend, and then we might start doing some charters, like like one-offs in May, just to get up. Our gotcha. juice is going, yeah. right? Okay. People we know, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and we normally shut down September 30th. Okay. Um, okay. Right toward the end of that year. My birthday's in September too. Okay. So either way, the bookings are going to be light because I'm going to be doing a lot during the month of September. Yeah, yeah, for yourself. Uh-huh. And yeah. So, um, but yeah, we try to go that that right there at um, Memorial Day through September 30th. Okay. The boat's still in the water, so that's another part I'll get to. Like okay. the boat is still in the water in D.C. James Creek at the time um, to. Um, before we take it out for the season. Okay. So if October looks decent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you back to one offs. We're not really promoting it like that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if I got some folks already on our line in our inbox about it, I'm like, hey, I knew you wanted to get out. Happens to be 80 this weekend. Wildly enough, do you want to go out? We'll okay. Do it that way. Nice. Um, to touch on one of those points about the more boats. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there is. Wow. There's probably not an industry in this world that. Um, Black people mm-hmm. have to do a little bit more in than our counterparts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just black life. people been on owning boats. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like I do, being down here with Cat for them ten years, mm-hmm. I was around older black people with black boat clubs. I'm mm-hmm. like, we've been getting it. Yeah, you know, I just didn't know and learning a lot from them and then learning what they do in life outside of the boating industry mm-hmm. and how they have the double decker boat and mm-hmm. now you networking and all these beautiful things but they were doing it for leisure yeah, yeah. you know what exactly. i mean it really wasn't about charter business yeah. yeah and so we know our young generation we um, for me you know going back to that 45 thing it was go to High school, you go to college, yeah. get a mm-hmm. job. Yep. But these youngers taking chances. Mm-hmm. They not for all of that. They like, nah, I'm going to go and start some type yeah. of business yeah. and I'm going to get it. Yeah. And I love them for their aggressiveness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is what you saw with the boating industry. It was young people. I'm oh. talking the 25 to 35 buying these boats and putting their money together and saying, let's do it. Mm. What I immediately started to do, and some of this goes back to that community part. When I was seeing them pages pop up, I'm hitting them on the side. Hey, congratulations. If you ever want to rap, let me know. I've been doing this for a couple mm. years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because 
the enforcement of chartering started to change. Oh. All of a sudden, you had docs making these rules about, but if you don't have this license and this license and that other license, you can't charter from here. Mm. Or straight up, we don't do chartering from here. It's against our rules. And I'm like, this That's wasn't right. like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Until this industry got black. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so we talked about business model and, and growing because mm-hmm. of the, um, the, the, the increase in offerings. But that can go one or two ways. Because mm-hmm. I love my people. But if we go out here and we F this up, mm-hmm. you're going to mess it up for all of yeah. us. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so marijuana uses in D.C. is a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bro, check it out. Don't pull your back your boat back up to the dock and it's just sweet smoke coming off of you. Yeah. Turn your you know, we can party. This is our yeah. world too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't have the music all the way up as yeah. you as backing you into come, the like because you hotting us all up. You yeah. messing you, you messing with my money too now. Yeah. So let's have these conversations so we can continue to earn versus putting ourselves in a situation where they continue and to shut shut us down. Like literally, I'm moving my boat from where we normally operated our business from. Mm-hmm. Some of this has a lot to do with it. Now you, mm. now you spot on, like you said, just, just with the, like knowing when to tone things down. Mm-hmm. I just can remember the year of COVID. So 2020, I think it was my wedding anniversary or my birthday. No. Yeah. <laughs> One of them. It was the wedding anniversary, <laughs> but we, but we down Georgetown at Sequoia. Yeah, yeah. And you know that, you know, that's right there on the water. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And, Everybody outside, we sitting outside because again, it's COVID. It's a thing, you know. Right, we ain't right. trying to be inside, and everybody enjoying a nice dinner. And all you see, or, or first you you had the smell coming, right, right, or right. whatever. Then the boat backing up, and it's like blasting music. Mm-hmm. And again, you with a lot of white people mm-hmm. out there at this dinner, and of course the people that was on the boat was black people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's like again i always look at like i don't care what you're doing but i do hate when i see like like in my mind when i feel like other races could be judgmental Mm -hmm. towards the black community Mm -hmm. so it's like again you smelled the weed smoke and all you all you heard was like the loud partying the Mm -hmm. music and Mm -hmm. stuff and i'm just sitting there like these white people probably like yeah look at those black people Mm -hmm. down there like (laughs) like Mm -hmm. got a little piece of money and don't know how to act you know but like like stuff like that blew me you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but i know exactly what you mean but it's like knowing when to tone it down yeah and then you know we where we're at right now and, and you just, it's its the peace, it's the its the timing of it. It's not mm-hmm. the, like, we going to be unapologetically black, yeah. right? Like, this this ours too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But your timing matters. You just called it. Like, let's read the room yeah. in all situations and mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, you're still doing your thing. We're not about to come up here and start speaking differently <laughs> yeah. because they're around, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not I'm saying dead. that, but we are going to. Yeah. We're going to do, I mean, for me, it ain't even about that, but I'm going to do what my mother would have wanted me to do right yeah. here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, I don't want you to not, you know, don't dump, dump down your personality. Don't be yourself. Come yeah. on, man. Like, let's, let's yeah. read the room. Let's it's read the a, water. It's a thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's interesting is boating is a luxury industry. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things. It's not a necessity in life. Either you have it, you got the money to do it, or you don't, right? right. Now, in some, so I'm from St. Mary's County, right, okay. originally, and so... Um, it's a water town. So in my town where I'm from, it's not necessarily looked at as a luxury thing because there are people who do it to sustain life. You know, they fish, uh, they crab, okay, they whatever. Okay. So we don't necessarily look at it as luxury mm. because there's nothing to see somebody with 
the boat parked in their yard in St. Mary's because it's a water town, <laughs> right? Yeah. You you have them just like you got cars. Mm-hmm. But the closer, the further inland you go, right, the more it is a luxury because you got to get to the water. Uh, you sure. got to dock yeah, the boat. Yeah, you got to do yeah. all the things, right? What's interesting is just like boating, golfing is also one of those luxury things, right? Mm. And you forget that like black people didn't have the money to do these things or weren't allowed right, to do right, things right. like not so long ago, right? Mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. my husband golfs and one of the things is always like whenever he takes one of his boys out to golf, it's always like a small conversation about what you about to wear because you can really, you can wear anything you want to golf yeah, in, but it's like yeah. these clubhouses sometimes mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I imagine boating being the same thing. Like the people who own the dock sometimes mm-hmm. can be a little like, mm-hmm. they'd be a little funny about certain things i mean yeah, they're not yeah. used to seeing us so frequently right right, yeah. right. now you're right and it's it, it does become kind of you know a, a, it's a battle right yeah because at the end of the day if i go out on you know on a charter and it's a young lady's 30th birthday mm-hmm. being quite transparent for the most part I know what's about to happen on this <laughs> boat they're going to dance yes yeah. they're going to get up there uh-huh. on the front Twerking is happening. It's <laughs> yeah. going down. Yeah, but, yeah. And, and you know it's what? It's going to happen. <laughs> and my thing is this. That's us. That's yeah, our yeah, culture. That's natural who we now. are. Yeah. yeah. But probably as I'm coming in to, to, to dock, mm-hmm. I'm hoping, one, you're going to want to stop doing it now. Yes. And mm-hmm. then, two... When we're out there in the middle of that water and you out, this is your time. Act like you're not home. Like yeah. I, 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 insti- I instituted something called Exile pass- Passport Stamps. The boat's name is Exile. Mm-hmm. Because it was COVID and nobody could go to another country, mm-hmm. we started doing this thing with passport stamps. Oh, like, okay. Hey, oh, yeah. This your like, stamp. Yeah. Yeah. So when you out, man, look. You, you, you are island you pick. Yeah, you in Jamaica yeah. right now. It yeah. looks look like Sequoias, but you know what I'm saying? We're going to go past yeah. it a little bit yeah. to where the rocks are. Uh-huh, and, there you go. Yeah, have a bowl. Uh-huh. Have a bowl. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, getting back to the, like, the the ownership of the boat, and like you yeah. said, um, oh, yeah. just, just dealing with some of the legalities and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, what type of registrations are needed first? Yeah. So, you got the boat, and then what was the next step? It's very similar to a car. Oh, really? Um, yeah, the registration process. Um, the licensing is a little different. And so this is a, it's a key element. And this is that part where really trying to help my, my brothers and sisters out that jumped out there. And shout out to the black women boat owners. It's <laughs> so many of them did. Because they be and, after the stream. Before you say so something, dope. this is, yeah. what, the second or third time we keep hearing uh-huh. the black women and they the businesses yeah. are okay. killing yeah. Yeah. the world right now. They be out yeah, my bad. Some of my mentors in this boating game, think about Miss Cindy and some of others. These are just black women. They they ain't just get a boat. Miss <laughs> Cindy's 60-something years old. She had her boat for 30 years. She's had mm. boats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're super dope. And um, um, they, they, they black women, so they teach you. That's, that's what they do. They mm-hmm. nurture you through things. And so... Um, but your question was about the like like the registration. So like what what type oh, yeah. of legal things need or to permits. be done? So so yeah, it's like registering your boat is like registering a car. Before you buy a boat, mm-hmm. you want to get it. Um, I'm looking forgetting the word. It's like an examination of your boat. Mm-hmm. Okay, that examination of your boat, and that is not the term, but it's the same thing. It's mm-hmm. about five hundred dollars to get done. Mm-hmm. A lot of people try to skip that part. Don't ever do that with a boat mm-hmm. because if something's wrong with a boat. This ain't getting the engine fixed on a car. Okay. Mm-hmm. Parts are different, expensive. Mm-hmm. 
time is different. It takes a while. And okay. so you got to get that, that inspection done prior mm-hmm. to. Mm. After that, you know, once you, you get your boat, you register through for, for us the same way you would, like I said, for a car in the District of Columbia. I'm not sure how it works in other jurisdictions. Mm-hmm. Um, you you want to make sure that you have the proper licenses. This is that key part. You can have a boating license. Mm-hmm. It's called a boat safety license. And you can drive. I can say all of y'all, let's go get on a boat. Mm-hmm. And I can drive y'all and we're good to go. Mm-hmm. That's really all I need. You get that thing online. Okay. Mm. To charter a boat is an entirely different license. At mm. the point where you start making money, you have to have a charter's license. Mm, charter's okay. license is about like going back to college. It's oh. not a game. Oh. I've got a 25-year captain of the Coast Guard, though. Okay. So he went and he got his charter's license. Gotcha. And he knocked it out. And when I say knocked it out, even him, you know, this was like a three-month process. Okay. So if you want to do it, do it. Okay. You hit on a part earlier. I want to make a point of clarity. I am purchasing my first boat mm-hmm. this summer. Gotcha. I'll okay. have it by September. Mm-hmm. Cap owns the boat. Okay. I own half of the business. Got it. Gotcha. Which is a key point for me. I remember meeting Magic Johnson, had a chance to rap to him for a second too, um, in some other work I was doing. And he told the audience at the time, people assume that I own Burger Kings. That was mm-hmm. the thing. Magic mm-hmm. owns Burger Kings. Magic was like, I don't own Burger Kings. Mm-hmm. I own the meat that goes on the Whopper. I said, damn, what? <laughs> That's, let me say let, 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 let me think about that it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so what has happened from that, from my end, is that Exile Charter started as one boat. Mm-hmm. But a, gir- a gift and a curse took place. And I, I hope I answered your first yeah, question. Yeah, I know yeah, I'm swaying yeah. somewhere else. But the boat went down last summer. Oh. Mm. It took us offline for half the season. Oh. Crushed our revenue. But. What happened was, remember them older people I told you that was teaching me about boating? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what they didn't have is what Cap had. They were using that app. And that app was busting them over the head, taking, taking all that money. Profit. Okay. Yeah. I said, hey, guess what, y'all? We're not using that app no more. I'm a book for all of y'all. So I started taking 20% off of their booking since we couldn't go out. Mm-hmm. I got my time back because mm-hmm. they weren't going out with me. Mm-hmm. I'm booking for you all. I'm at home getting yeah. my 20%. Now, I'm not gone for 16 hours out of my weekend when yeah. I got a Monday 9 to 5 to get to. Yeah. And my whole exile charter turned into this thing that, dang, Marcus, they got six boats now. No, I don't. Oh. I booked for six people, though, and I'm now I'm at home getting the revenue. Mm-hmm. Rich dad, poor dad. Yeah. spoke about that. Are you making money where you're not at? Yeah. Or does your time have to go into that money making, right? Mm-hmm. And that that hit major for me. Because wow. I'm like, I got a whole granddaughter. I don't even see her on the weekends now because I'm yeah. on the boat, you know? And so what was a tragedy for a second ended up growing into something. I you know? love it. Yeah. So now you need an Excel charting app? Absolutely. Oh, Work Rich, on it. Look at this. Rich Dad Poor Dad. You got to have it. Yes. I got to give up. You just said the app thing, right? Hold yeah. On one second. You need an app. I'm you need an Excel y'all. chartering app. Yeah. No, so, so what it sounds like, like, yeah, it's a he has a whole business because, you, you know, I've been yeah. studying these trucks. You got the community, trucks. though. You know, I've been studying yeah. these trucks and everything. 
But he has the whole boat dispatching joint. Right yeah, that's a, what it is. Yeah, the boat dispatching business. That's what I'm talking and about. Um, you said the app thing. Yeah, Candence underscore IT consulting. It's a good brother of mine okay. on um, IG. If anybody wants to follow him. He's doing my app. He does apps. He does websites. Yes. Because you hit it. He keeps telling me, like, bro, like, are you really still booking all these things through IG? Yeah, booking through IG, <laughs> keeping it in yep. an Excel sure spreadsheet. Am. Like, yep. let me see here. Yeah. Who we got to speak it? During COVID, it was intentional. So I'm going share something with y'all. Sorry, customers. Okay. This did happen. Um, <laughs> I would book. Then I would, before I confirm, go look at your page and see how you was living. Okay. Because COVID. <laughs> Like, yeah, you went to a go go last night. Ooh, that's not going to Where they having concerts? <laughs> you were there. <laughs> not going to work. It yeah, ain't going to happen. Yeah. Like spills. yeah. I, that's why. Because that was before the shot and right? all the things. That's why right? I wasn't so, going route. Yeah. I need to see how you living. Okay. Yeah, I you, see. Well, how do, what do you do when you're, <laughs> yeah. when you're having fun? Exactly. <laughs> I like it. You're doing non COVID. You act yeah. like it ain't here. Yeah. yeah. Can't come on the boat. I like that. I mean, I think that's a, I mean, and the thing about an app, right. As a, as a person who's on the other side, so right. So if I'm, if I own a boat, if I miss Cindy, I'm, and I could charter, I most definitely want to, first of all, I like the idea that you have a social presence and you can bring people to me. Right, Cause that's right. the thing like boat setters or whatever else, like you got to know as a consumer that it exists before I can even get there. Right, so, to, so that's, yep, that's one yep. thing. Like, are y'all marketing for me? And if yep. you ain't marketing for me, then you're not helping me yep, for real. Yep. And then the other thing is, do I trust you? Right. Like, I mean, yeah, it's an app, it's technology, it is what it is. But like, do I, there's a reason you're taking thirty percent off the top. I don't really trust y'all because y'all don't mm-hmm. know us. Yep. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yep. So a community where we can all be together inside of this, thing, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I love it. And, yeah, and it's, it it's, it's the whole thing of like, like how he said, just getting your time back. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. like you said, if you were the boat owner or Miss Cindy mm-hmm. or whoever, it's like you. He's giving you time back too. And yeah. She's. Or you're getting your own time back yep. from having to be on the boat if yep. you want to just entertain that stream 100%. Because it's like, if I own the boat and I'm really trying to charter the boat, mm-hmm. then that means you got to do all the things. Like you, you say, do all, all the things, things yep. of yep. all the Instagram. Now yep. I got to make yep. this post that I don't feel like posting yeah, yeah, today. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. no, that's true. And I actually discovered something out of this is that the second boat purchase is only because the boat went down. Okay. What I discovered is that I don't really have a desire to be a boat owner. <laughs> I have a, a desire to run the business. Yeah. I, mm. I mean, I'm going to always have access to the water. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, just, I found out that it's a good, peaceful space for me. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want everything that comes with being a boat owner. Seeing this boat go down for two months and understanding everything it took to get it back on the water. It's like, yeah, I don't really need that part in my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited about just, you know, exile being where you come. This is that part, though. You said this when you mentioned the app. I'm very careful about who I book for because y'all, they know me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're speaking for me. Yeah. You can't get on here and then treat them to, uh, any different than what we would have yeah. treated them. Yes. I booked with one dude and um, he said, uh, yeah, yeah. And so my bathroom down there, that's that's off limits. I said, huh? What do you mean by that? Yeah, that's mm. I only I'm the only one that uses the bathroom. So the customers couldn't on here for four hours with no bathroom. Customers couldn't use the mm. bathroom. So that's he booked, a problem. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I'm not. Thank you. I'm not gonna yeah. be booking for yeah. your boat. And I get, I guess, it's the privacy. Th- I don't. 
That ain't cool. Yeah, that well, ain't he don't want to clean the bathrooms after people leave it. You yeah. mentioned different boats. Pontoon boats. Uh-huh. They're the ones that are really flat, but uh-huh. they have a lot of seating. Yeah. Okay. Look really nice yeah. and they're covered. Mm-hmm. They don't have bathrooms. And uh-huh. I always thought to say, so when I get in that scenario, I think about my significant other and us being on a boat. Uh-huh. I'm a dude. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm going to say to her. Yeah. Like, huh? Right. Yeah. This doesn't, now, yeah, this is, this doesn't feel very yaddish at yeah. all. You, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. I mean, I think because it gives you some control too yeah. right like i mean it it almost becomes a community where it's like these are exile charter boats you know what i'm saying if you want to be part of the exile community exactly. right mm-hmm. this is what we expect yep. it's almost like the chick-fil-a i like to call it the chick-fil-a customer experience mm-hmm. right like every chick-fil-a has the same customer experience i want to make sure my people got yep. bathrooms yep. that they're being treated nicely yep. that blah 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 and i can i can feel that because the thing is the customer if they booking through you they gonna exactly. come back to you it's like yeah. so yeah, yeah what happened bro yeah yeah, exactly. So, I yeah. like it. Now that's real tight. I'm here for that's it. Real tight. Business evolved. Yeah, definitely. that's what it did. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, again, you're able to drive the traffic because, like you said, you have a social presence and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm, so, I'm assuming that's that's been your primary place of marketing, just through like Instagram and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and I gotta, you know. I mean, how they say, like, you're nothing without your people, right? Mm-hmm. The people who knew me from my social media presence, it's from the community work I do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even think about that. They mm-hmm. promoted this for me. They were the first people to book. They mm-hmm. were the per- first people to repost. And, you know, IG is a process. Mm-hmm. When I looked and I opened that account, like I said, you know, a week before July 1, I think by the end of that month, we had over a thousand followers. That ain't, mm. you know, unless, yeah. you know, Dr. Dre rape repost you, that don't just happen. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Some yeah. celebrity yeah. gotta, yeah. but, and it, it was, it's the people. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's a, you know, it's humbling that the support came from my passion work mm-hmm. into my stream. Yeah. Yeah. Tied everything. It, it's, it yeah. all came together into my, my financial stream mm-hmm. process. It all came together that with Mark, you know, being a good dude matters. Mm-hmm. Being a good woman matters. And mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, that's a good dude. He, yeah. Yeah. And it came together. And then the sprinkle of, I just gotta be honest that the fact that it was in the midst of COVID, yeah. the business wouldn't have took off quite that way if it wasn't for that. Yeah, so like COVID, unfortunately, like you know, of course, so many people had to lose their lives, mm-hmm. lives, yeah, and absolutely. everything. Yeah. But it's like for a lot of businesses, COVID helped their business out like mm-hmm. tremendously. And to be and again for transparency, my my position is it's a leadership position, it's a community position. We touch people. Mm-hmm. COVID stopped that, and I had to be transparent with myself. I'm not a, a from home leader. Mm. Like leading through Zoom calls and stuff like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, I don't like this. Like, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't work well for me. And mm-hmm. so it was a lot of, and I'm a social person. I was tired of doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so when you talk about COVID, I think a lot of people just sat home and was like, what, what, what am I good at? Mm-hmm. Right. I know what I do for this yeah. government or this mm-hmm. company. What what am I gonna do though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what if the world stayed this way a little longer? Mm-hmm. What's what's the retirement plan? Yeah, you know. And this was kind of where the thoughts just like I said, we had the business plan, mm-hmm. but some of these ideas start rolling in a different way. When yeah, you're just in the house, in the yeah. house, yeah. sitting so, there. 
Can I, um, so before we um, talk about your nonprofit, because I do want to swing that way, let me ask you, how did you come up with how to set your hourly price on a business that's seasonal? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a, all that stuff I just said about community and all this. This is going to be a horrible comparison, but okay. we're going to do it. Okay. Um, I remember, uh, who knows what, what Blue Magic is? I do. The what? Grease? No, 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 no. Are you talking oh. about the drug? From the oh, movie. This yeah. Okay. I don't know that. What's Am- that? American Gangster. Have you seen Why that? am I always the one that be on? She said the grease. Yeah, I was like, I, was like, I don't know no grease. Look, I know the drugs. Um, sister, yes. <laughs> yes, sister. <laughs> you call it the grease yes, if you sister. want. Okay. Because sure. Because you're not wrong. Okay. But in American Gangster, mm-hmm. uh, um, Frank Lucas started selling Blue Magic. Okay. And what he did is he undercut everybody in the industry's like his, his price was way lower. Okay. But his product was really good. Horrible comparison. But here we go. Okay. <laughs> I undercut the market. Okay. I saw what the boating prices were and okay. everybody was at like 300. I was like, that's good. $200 okay. is what we going with. Mm-hmm. And we, 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 the, the business gravitated towards us heavily. We mm-hmm. took that hit for that first year. To kind of prove who we were. Mm-hmm. 200 an hour. You want to cost out your gas. Okay. Factor in what we're going to pay ourselves for our time. Mm-hmm. And then really try to build. Let's make sure we had this kitty over here for anything to go wrong. Yeah. And for, you know, starting our processes for next year. Okay. So that was kind of the divides of, okay. the, of the business. And when we did that at $200 and then we made some mistakes. Okay. Some of the mistakes we made in the beginning mm-hmm. were that. We didn't have set days and times. Oh, it was like whatever. Whenever. <laughs> it's COVID. I don't yeah, care. Okay. I mean, whenever you want to do it, as we long as I'm it, off yeah. my government clock, uh-huh. I'm with it. Yeah. That's not good for lifestyle. Okay. And so we also didn't set parameters around the hours you could book. Like, like we had oh. two hour bookings. Okay. After you do it twice and you realize I just came out here for two hours and made $400. This ain't long enough. Okay. Minimum yeah. three hours moving okay. forward. Yeah. Those types of things we had to figure out as we go because the two hours for them is an hour for us before to get the boat ready. Mm. COVID cleaning, all that before they mm-hmm. get on. And then it's the, you know, factoring in the hour after. Mm-hmm. So for your 400, that looks like two hours. We were out here for four hours. Got you it. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so we started minimums of three to six hour bookings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the very next year we... We didn't have um, holiday rates. Oh. So 4th of July weekend was that same $200. Oh, you oh, yeah. um, The people was out here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They getting it. Hey, give me, let <laughs> me get it for eight hours. Exactly. $200 on the 4th of and July. Then, yeah, and exactly. Because of COVID, we had a limit of six people on a boat. So now they sl- they splitting that by six. So mm-hmm. very next year, holiday rates went to... What we go to three three hundred an hour for mm-hmm. holidays, and then our our regular rate went up to two fifty, mm-hmm. and we just became we came balanced with okay. everybody else, but okay. we had already provided something. So, just looking at those things, you mm-hmm. know, gas being a, a thing because okay. it you know fluctuates. Okay, and, um, yeah, filling up filling up a thirty four foot boat cost you right around one hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, um, to to you know, no, 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 no. That's when some gas is already in the tank. It's going to be about $200 to fill that boat up. Okay. And so you got to factor that in. We provided um, ice, water, just mm-hmm. small things, plates, 
So, you know, folks come on and every time they come on it with a cooler, like you not coming back. Right. Like they got so much food. I'm like, mm-hmm. you do know this four hours. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to minimize some of the stuff they had to bring. OK. And have some of that on board. Going back to that customer service part. So mm-hmm. do y'all ever uh, provide or like upcharge uh, or, or can you even do it? Like provide like liquor to them and stuff? We haven't. It's bring your own liquor, though. OK. Mm-hmm. And that's seemingly what people prefer mm-hmm. um we did have one um black owned business oh, i don't wish i could remember their name the the brother did somehow and look brothers let me tell you something a date night on a boat with just you and your lady forget the whole crew and every <laughs> take your woman just her out mm-hmm. on a boat for like brunch or something like it's such a dope date like because mm-hmm. a lot of times it's a group gathering mm-hmm. i had brothers come on and get it catered they got somebody coming on the boat, setting up tablecloths and mm. the champagne bottle thing. Nice whole mm-hmm. vibe. And look, you, that's, yeah, for what you got, a table in a club, he just got his woman a boat for four hours mm-hmm. with the same type of vibe. Um, mm-hmm. You can connect your music to our Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Atmosphere is set. And so, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's, that's some of the things that okay. we looked at. We, um, we came up with themes. Mm-hmm. You got to have themes of wine down Wednesdays. Mm. We would yeah, provide yeah. a bottle of complimentary wine. Okay. That was the one time we did provide okay. liquor. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of that was dope. But we never thought about, like, so, so, like providing that. Yeah. We did start to look at selling cigars. Mm. A lot of folks get on there. It's like, damn, forgot my cigar. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. be like, well, guess what? Here <laughs> goes the case. Here goes what I had. <laughs> yeah. $5 more than you would have got it for. Yeah. But it's here. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you want the cigar, yeah. right? So, yeah, that was cool. Okay. That was cool. All right. Um, so, yeah, you got you good on the I'm boat? Good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good on the I boat. I like that because you, again, you know, every guest that we have that comes on our show and talks about, like, their, their business and everything, we want to make people feel like it's relatable. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And yeah. that they can go out here mm. and do something mm-hmm. similar. You yes. know, if that's something that they... So desire. Yeah, yeah, if if they desire. Mm -hmm. And I think you laid it out perfectly, like, you know, through your experiences and everything. So I think that was good. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, like, again, we talk about multiple streams. And granted, you know, your other um, endeavors are, you know, or or your other endeavor is a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. So it not necessarily like a standard revenue stream but there is right. money that is generated mm-hmm, mm-hmm. within a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so like let's get into some of that and how you know how, how that came to be no i appreciate it and um you know so giving with a purpose um <laughs> we call it guap dc guap mm-hmm. underscore dc on instagram um this is like you know this is my heart right mm-hmm. so one thing that I, you know, always in a mentoring posture, I see folks that work for government like me and mm-hmm. we work in some very impactful positions and we are affecting people's lives every day. Mm-hmm. And that is to be commended. However, comma, <laughs> I view that different than service because you do get a biweekly check for it. OK, that's true. And so I was helping like today, for instance, I was saying I was at a turkey drive today this morning supporting my friend. Shout out to tony lewis jr for everything he does and um i had always been supporting community events because that was that's what you do in your off time like mm-hmm. how did say muhammad ali services how you pay for your your time here on earth like your rent on earth right yeah. and so i was a firm believer in that but it wasn't mine and i started thinking to myself like i want i want to do something and so mm-hmm. 
played around with some ideas. Me and my wife bouncing names off each other and came up with giving with a purpose. Mm -hmm. um, and the purpose part came because we wanted to be unique. Um, again, very much needed, but I can guarantee you that there's not a place in the city right now you can't go. You probably get a turkey right now if you need one. You just mm -hmm. got to keep your, your ear to the streets, and mm -hmm. there's a lot of that being done. And so the homeless population was something that was very near and dear to my heart, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so um, as a teenager, there was a point in time where I experienced homelessness, and so I understood what that was like. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so I had started working with an organization by the name of Covenant House that serves, um, mm -hmm. um, yep, they serve younger um, teenage homeless population. And um, we're getting back with Tony Lewis Jr., we started doing sleep outs. And so mm. we would sleep out every year. Um, which is a hell of an experience, by the way. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, it's mad real. We did that. Five, <laughs> we did that five years straight, and it was to support that cop, that population. Mm -hmm. But um, prior to that, I really started getting into the um, that that what can I do? Mm -hmm. What's unique about it? And so we came up with this socks and underwear drive. This okay. is six years ago. No, this will be year seven. So yeah, and we um we said, you know what? Homeless people are going to get these items, like the the standard things, mm -hmm. food mm -hmm. plates, things like that. Mm -hmm. Let's do some research and let's figure out what they don't, what they yeah. don't get, but they need. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was very clear from the research that socks and underwear were two of the most needed items for homeless people. One, the warmth, but no one really factored in the hygiene part mm -hmm. and the level of disease they contract mm -hmm. because they don't have proper undergarments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, we got it. We got it. You know, mm -hmm. and so we had thought of the name given with a purpose. Put together the first event mm -hmm. in Southeast D.C. Um, people came out. We got all in, in given with you know, the socks and underwear event is a little different. It's a whole party. Okay. It's a mm -hmm. really good time. Mm -hmm. It's a networking uh, um, time of year, right? And it, but the, the drinks are flowing and the DJ is going. And this mm -hmm. year we even had a live band. But the only thing you pay to get in that door is your donation. Okay. Right? And so mm -hmm. first year we get the donations. We partner with Central Union Mission, a huge organization in D.C., a homeless shelter. But we want to be unique again. We got the unique items, but mm -hmm. so we'll be just going to drop them off. Yeah. Nah, I'm a. I, I want. I want to feel the people. Yeah. I want to yeah. talk to the brothers. That's mm -hmm. that's who I am innately. And so, this part goes totally to my wife. Once we get these items, um, we it's like an assembly line. I'm picturing it here. I'm sorry. So there's like a ton of gift bags, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then her and her crew they label the gift bags by sizes. Mm -hmm. And now every bag gets a certain amount of socks, underwear based on size. So now when we go to the shelter. It's not like here's a trash bag full yeah, of. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. We sit there during their holiday party. We stand behind a table with our crew of friends. Mm -hmm. They come up. They tell us their size. They get a gift mm -hmm. right at their Christmas party. Mm -hmm. And not only do they need, mm -hmm. it's properly delivered to these men who have a lot of pride, mm -hmm. yeah. a lot of integrity. It's so mm -hmm. it's funny and awesome how you give them the bag and they be like, "Man, look, I, I, don't, I wear boxes. What's yeah. I'm like in, in the beginning? Yeah, I'm, I'm like complaining, bro." Like, <laughs> <laughs> but then you started to get it like mm -hmm. nah, he yeah. a man just like you a man mm -hmm. he prefers boxes let mm -hmm. me see if I got them if I don't I'm gonna give you some extra socks mm -hmm. yeah something like that and so mm -hmm. that's how the organization started out and then um you know started to look at other branches what means something to you what are you passionate mm -hmm. about 2010 lost my pops to colon cancer and I feel like whenever you get a loss like it's something you can do you can mm -hmm. obviously you should go through the grieving process 
You can be angry. You can do all these things. And then it's like, got it. What you going to do with that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my something to do with that was like, how you keep his name going? Like, mm-hmm. legends don't die. Let's keep, yeah. let's keep his name going. And so I started doing speaking engagements around colon cancer awareness, mm-hmm. the importance of black men getting tested, mm-hmm. the importance of breaking down the, the, the ideas that, Oh, that's a funny style test. What you about to go do? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they yeah. going to do what when I get there? Yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah, dead. I mean, so <laughs> the option is you find out that you got stage four and you die because mm-hmm. you wouldn't go get you out your own head yeah. about something that it, in yeah. our culture is a real thing. And I'm yes. like, yeah, miss me with it. So yeah. mm-hmm. what I did is I, I put together a one uh, colon cancer awareness walk in my dad's name, the mm-hmm. Martin D. Ellis 3K colon cancer awareness march that we do walk run that we do every year. And um, then put together some of the bus boys and poets where I put a, I put a video together working with um, Kia Freeman, who's doing amazing work in the film industry. And she did a documentary talking about me talking about my dad walking us through that process, walked through my colonoscopy, mm-hmm. the whole process. So I'm mm-hmm. like, look, I'm doing it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And uh-huh. they got to see it. Yeah. And so that kind of became that second point of passion, the, the, the next annual event mm-hmm. that we've been doing now for three years. And um, so those were the two kind of staples gotcha. of the organization. And then my wife is building out um, a women's empowerment segment, which is still in the making. And so those are our three tenants. Mm. Um, really don't want to go any deeper than that because I feel like you start to spread yourself thin. Mm-hmm. You hit it though, that passion I talked about in terms of getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. Nonprofit people do understand it. Absolutely. This is, should be about giving. If you're mm-hmm. in a nonprofit and it's how you pay your bills, stuff normally goes wrong that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so my thing for that has been I get paid through Guap DC for my speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. That's what I tied to the um, LLC portion mm-hmm. of Guap DC. I put all my speaking engagements under gotcha. that platform. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so now when I'm going to speak to little Johnny and um, it's like, yep, mm-hmm. got to go to that website and see. That cost like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. So, so more about this sixth year, right? Seven, seventh seven. year. Yeah, last year was the last year was the year y'all pulled up, dropped yeah, off, yeah, and had to yeah. roll out. It yeah. wasn't a, that wasn't yeah, normal. Like that was because I remember you said COVID affected, like you said, the whole vibe. Yeah, specifically, yeah. it is a party. But even what we saw when we pulled up, fairly it's still lit. a nice little, fairly lit, nice, mm-hmm. nice little function, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But yeah, so tell us a little, a little bit more about the seventh, uh, the seventh. Time. Yep, yeah. Yep. So this year we've done two of these events at, at Ivy City Smokehouse. Oh. Mm-hmm. Our gracious host um, who is doing amazing community work. And so if you've been there, they got a huge open room mm-hmm. and, and it's a great space, a lot of space. And so we'll be back there this year. We're, I'm working on it. We're going to have a live band. Okay. We're going to have a DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have amazing food. The bartenders will be all over the place and um you know same thing socks and underwear it's mm-hmm. your only admission please look out for my big guys bring larger sizes if you do mm-hmm. those three x's and four x's are needed um we're going from three to seven december 11th december um, 11th name keeps coming up and if you don't follow tony lewis jr you should be um like like when you talk about doing amazing things in, in several different lanes that's him he's hosting my event this year and uh, yeah, we about to have a really good time. Um, it's gonna be fun. The networking will be going. We highlight black businesses while we're there, um, and we're excited because 
like you said, last year was cool to dropping off mm-hmm. and all right, who can get out their car? Who can't? Like, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, it was dope. Yeah. But this, we back. You know, okay. mask okay. will be required and all that. Mm-hmm. It should be. It should be a really dope time. Cool. Um, do you ever see yourself leaving your nine to five to do Guap DC full time? That's a possibility. Um, I think that in full transparency, again, the work that we do, it takes a it takes a mental toll on mm-hmm. you. You're dealing mm-hmm. with a lot of death and dying mm-hmm. on a regular basis. And so I want to get to a space eventually where I'm still making impact without the toll that it takes on me personally. Mm-hmm. And what you just mentioned is one of them. But one of the thoughts and then it's the combination of exile mm-hmm. really looking at a way to expand this you touched on this earlier to areas that's not seasonal mm-hmm. i don't have to be in florida to book boats no the company can flourish there and it gives me a reason to visit miami so that's cool mm-hmm. you know what i mean but yeah. i'm looking at both of those things as a combination and um conversations like this are, are super meaningful because this is really what's on my mind mm-hmm. lately is Government can make you very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I have um, been blessed to matriculate and grow within government mm-hmm. to, a, to a point where life ain't bad at all. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more out here. Yeah. And conversations like this and stepping outside of your circle, mm-hmm. talking to those black boat owners down there. I'm like, damn. I'm getting it, but they getting it, getting it. I wanna, I wanna <laughs> I'm trying get to get to the second it. level like, of getting yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And so... You know, that's kind of Guap DC is a part of it for sure. Okay. I think um, a lot of people are misinterpret that nonprofits mean no money. Mm -hmm. So so. I used to work in Fairfax County um, for the Community Services Board. Um, I was a contract specialist at the time. And so one of the things that the Community Services Board does in Fairfax County is they're about the uh, mental health aspect of Fairfax County. So they open all the mental health shelters and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. And so a lot of the companies that were responsible for Opening and running those shelters were nonprofits. Mm-hmm. But as a contract specialist, part of my job is to look at their financials. Mm-hmm. And so when you're looking uh, at the financials yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. seeing how yeah. much the CEO making, it's, it's, it's a whole lot of yeah. profits yeah. happening. Yeah. As long as they hit zero at the end of the yeah. day, they hey, yeah. they spending it. You're yeah. giving it to them and they spending it. So I just want you to know. I appreciate hearing that. that. there yeah. is money to be made yeah. out here in yeah. the nonprofit sector. Okay? No, I appreciate that. And, yeah. you know, I mean, and I don't want to go into that too much but yeah like when people it's oh my god pastor how much pastor made pastor do a lot if you're a good pastor mm-hmm. ceos are non-profits like why shouldn't they get the yeah money? and they right? should like, yeah. you know so now nah, that's appreciated mm-hmm. and i do think that um i have to look and dig into that a little bit more yeah you know and so it's here for you yeah, sir for sure trust me thank you it's out here <laughs> <laughs> real quick before we uh wrap up so you know you like you you've hit on how important mentorship is mm. for sure and then you already do it you know with the capacity you know with the young men and everything mm-hmm. do you see yourself getting into like mentorship within the boat industry like combining the two that way i think and i like i mentioned you know kind of been doing it informally yeah you know but um i can see that because mm-hmm. um I think that it has to be a, a facet of it because again, I meant what I said earlier. If we don't get this right, we're going to mess it up. You know, yeah, like yeah. I said, they ain't having it. James Creek Marina. And I mean, I am saying you all's name. They shut down chartering from there. We can't oh. do it there anymore. So mm-hmm. we're moving our boat to, um, up here by Chesapeake beach. 
Okay. Which I'm super excited about. Uh, once I get more information, I'll definitely let you all know. Mm -hmm. But new clientele, a little mm -hmm. bit more relaxed setting. They don't bother you about doing charters. Um, and, you know, I don't want young brothers and sisters coming in is to not understand that part yeah. of this. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we always say, there's a racial part in everything we do. We got to work harder. We yeah. always got to work harder. It's yeah. That's the know, thing. So, yeah. Okay. So... To wrap up here, because mm -hmm. we normally ask our folks, and I'm still going to ask you, so the floor is still going to be yours. But um, what is it that you plan to do next? But I just want to knit for the notes here. We going to have you chartering some folks. You know, mm -hmm. you going you going to figure out how to charter not just your folks, but other people's folks. And mm -hmm. we we move into Florida and Myrtle Beach and all the things coming your way. Okay, so mm -hmm. we about to build an app, and yep. we're going to grow the women's empowerment portion of Guap. Mm -hmm. And there was something else that I forgot. I can't remember. But we getting a new boat coming up here too. That. Okay, yeah, so yeah. what else is on the list? Well, um, what else is on the list? And it's okay if there's nothing because that's a lot. You know what? Anything, what's next for Marcus? Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, what's on the list right now, to be honest with you, I'm sorry, the other part of Guap DC is how it started. We love partnering with other organizations that oh. are doing things within our mission. And this to anybody out there, if it's somewhere in your heart right now to, to, to give back, to pay your rent for your time on earth, the opportunities are tremendous. Mm -hmm. Follow Guap DC on Instagram. I don't just post my stuff. I post about other people's events. And that's where I'm at right now. I was just mm -hmm. saying how this morning, you know, folks coming up and getting these turkeys and these um, so the, the, all the trimmings and just the... The hand to hand of that, mm -hmm. it feeds your spirit in a way that I can't even describe. And so this year is a lot of people's time to get stuff. Mm -hmm. Just try to reverse that. This is a time to give and like pour, pour out into people right now. That's my space over these next few weeks. And so when I think about what's next for me, there's there's a no days off mentality in mm -hmm. there every weekend. I'm going to be out here doing something mm -hmm. um, in terms, you know, in terms of yeah. helping our people. But, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm still exploring some things. Uh, I have a, I'm going to leave this last one. Cause she going, she going to be like, look, this is how you do it. Um, <laughs> I got a, I've, you know, writing has already always been therapeutic for me, poetry and things of that nature. And everything that I have had a passion for, I've started to think, how do you profit off, off mm -hmm. of that? I know of mahogany um, cards, oh, gritty yeah. cards, mm -hmm. and I'm really thinking and combing through how to start my own, you know, uh, greeting mm -hmm. card from a black man's perspective. Mm -hmm. When I go to buy a card for my mom's, my wife, my sister, I read it and I'm like, well, damn, this ain't what I would have said. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, and I'm like, it's a lot, probably a lot of black brothers that might've said this a different way. Mm -hmm. And I want to present that option mm -hmm. um, for people to purchase those, um, them greeting cards. It's a good like idea. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. Don't nobody try to take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to buy your card. <laughs> yeah, I like that so, a lot. Yeah, that's I like the, that. That's, that's a great. space. That's a space. Okay. Yeah, so. so how can the people find you? Where can they find you on the internets and things? For sure. And so um, uh, Facebook is just Marcus Ellis, but all my social media is Marcus Ice Ellis. My nickname is Ice. And mm -hmm. so, um, that's that part. That's the personal page. Mm -hmm. And then there's Guap DC mm -hmm. on um, IG and then Exile Charter Boating, soon to be Exile Charter Yachting. Uh, but for right now, look for Exile Charter Boating. Um, and yeah, those all, that's all my social media platforms. Wonderful. Ooh, I forgot okay, one. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. Nah, go ahead. What is it? What is it? 
to make crop underscore DC. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Don't forget that (laughs) underscore. And then um, to make monetary donations to the socks and underwear drive, it's guap DC at Cash App. Got it. Gotta have it. Everybody can't show Mm -hmm. that your money is going to go to a dope space. Yes, I like it. I like it too. Stream chasers. We did that today. Okay. Mm -hmm. Y'all learned about seasonal businesses. Y'all learned about nonprofits. We learned about a lot today. Okay. So to find us, on the social medias and things is that stream chasers on instagram stream dot chasers on instagram mm-hmm. uh, we are on the youtubes mm-hmm. we are on the apple podcasts on the spotify's the google whatever they call theirs i don't know because i have iphone but you know <laughs> we there too or you can go to www.streamchasers.work because stream chasers do the work and with that just got paid just got paid